1: Right, we're recording. You alright?
2: Yeah, I'm all right. You alright?
1: I'm all right. November 1980. Oh yes. Um. Well, I hope you've enjoyed October and September. We've had some uh, some interesting feedback. Plenty of interesting feedback on uh, last month's episode, where uh, we got we uh, we we lost that shit a little bit, right?
2: Well, yeah, one of us did. I tried to remain the consummate professional. I never thought I'd fucking say that.
1: <laughs> when I listened back to the edit, I literally just sat there. It was early one morning, and I was just sitting there, and I was like, oh, "Can we put this out?" And like, and I listened to it, and I just laughed that hard all over again. If I should say, if any of you don't know what we're we're talking about, if this is your first time listening go back to episode Well, go back to episode 1 if you're uh, if you've just started here because you've got another two episodes to catch up on and uh, and you'll really get a flavour of kind of what the podcast's about if you start at the beginning um but you're fine to keep listening there and uh so as ever should we start with the charts
2: yeah let's start with the charts do you want me to do the, the tune again yes I freestyle
0: oh, that bit. I thought
1: you going to go for a like, little play over there. Really... <laughs> All right. Um, some records that were in the charts in uh, in November 1980. Do you Bowie? Fashion.
2: Yeah, it's good fashion, isn't it? It's not one of my favourites. No, but I've, it's, not, it's not one of my favourite Bowie songs, but I think it's one of them ones that don't sound like anything else. I think it's one of them records. You know, like Talking Heads, Once in a Lifetime. Mm-hmm. One of them records that just don't sound like anything else. Sounds like it's been beamed down from outer space. I think it's a fucking great record.
1: Weren't Ziggy Stardust beamed down from outer space?
2: He, David Bowie got beamed down a lot from outer space in his various guises, didn't yeah. they? What's your favourite, Bowie? <sighs> you put me on the spot there, but I think um, probably Modern Love. Yeah, I like that. It's good, I that. I like that. I like Absolute Beginners. Oh, yeah, that's good as well, isn't it? Mm, grand, that is. Yeah. Um but What about... a a lot less dance? Um I think
1: that's got a really good groove to it. I like playing that in the clubs. It's got that kind of Noel Rogers yeah. sound to it. I, I really like Sound and Vision. Uh, yeah, it's good
2: Sound and Vision, isn't
1: it? I like Heroes, but I really like Life on Mars. Oh, like,
2: Heroes is fucking cracking, yeah. isn't it?
1: He's got a lot of fucking good records, David Bowie. He's
2: one of them people, isn't he, that's got a lot of good records. What about China Girl? Would you get away with that nowadays? I'm not a fan of that. Would you get away with it nowadays? I'm not a fan of that. Um, fashion. <laughs> fashion. Turn <to> the left. <laughs> <laughs>
1: what was you wearing?
2: Uh, I'm trying to think if this was just if this was around the time, but I think it might have been just... I don't think I had much of a sense of fashion in the whole of the eighties. Yeah,
1: um, I mean we're we're currently sitting here in Gucci.
2: Yeah, oh yeah, blinging it. Uh, I don't know. I, I think I was. I think I was still wearing what my mum fucking dressed me in from the nineteen seventies in in nineteen eighty. I, I don't know that I kind of caught on to caught on to the, uh, the, the your Filos your and your Sergio Toshini's No, I, th- I think that was a couple of years in the future.
1: That was. That was secondary school, wasn't it? As you you got into secondary school, the casual scene started, yeah. and that was when, I guess, we become more more aware of what what everyone was wearing, and you you know you had to try and afford to to keep, keep up, up and, yeah. And, like, and you couldn't because you only had your pocket money, and it all come down to whether like your mum and dad were ever going to go out and buy you a a tracksuit top. Mine didn't. They bought me a Rossini yeah. tracksuit top. I, and, I had a
2: lot of pet Pierre Luigi Colina jumpers. <laughs> A pair of Tarras from Tilbury Market.
1: I got my Tarras from, there was a, a shop in Tilbury, and, uh, and I went there and I remember getting my first pair of grey Tarras.
2: Were Tarras just Farras from Tilbury?
1: No, I think they were like a, a Schneid Farrer with just a little T on it. They were exactly the same cut, and yeah. but but yeah, they were probably about 30 quid cheaper. Yeah. And I do remember, I mean, I've got an 80 story regarding farers. Did you like, ever
2: get a marker and just put a little cross on the T to try and make it like an F? No. Nah. No, nah, me neither.
1: <laughs> so we mentioned uh, Adam in the second episode when uh, when when we, we the guy phoned us up in the phone box and then we caught him wanking off. Like so, the, the two fellas that we bumped into and went to the police station with to grass up the stranger danger. One was which was this fella called Adam.
2: Right, after, I thought for a minute you knew the bloke who was wanking no, off in the grass.
1: No, I mean his
2: name was Adam. We're, we're
1: friends on Facebook. I don't know him. <laughs> like no, but um, Adam was one of the other lads that that come to the police station when we when yeah. we uh, done our little panic run for, uh, for for stranger danger. I mean, this is the, probably one of the most eighty stories you're ever going to hear. But at my school fate. You could pay something like twenty five P and get a ride in a, and you could ride a C five around the <laughs> like the North Playground it was called.
2: Why did I think you were gonna say a DeLorean like <laughs> <laughs> C C five. It's a school fate, you prick. Of course it's a C five
1: <laughs> Um Yeah, you could like yeah ride a fucking C five and and Adam, I remember, turned up and he, he was like his mum and dad had a few quid. And like, and he would have had like some kind of like really nice tracksuit top on, and he had sky blue farahs on, right? And I ain't gonna lie, I was very jealous, and he looked fucking great. And uh, and he was one of the kids that was just like, yeah, let's have a go, and like straight. <laughs> probably was one of them kids that like when when he was like, I'm going to the school fate and like, and we'd all have like a quid. He was the one at a turn of a tenner. Yeah, and now you think fucking cunt he's got 10 quid and uh, anyway uh, Adam jumped in the C5 and uh, and obviously like that was like watching fucking Michael Knight get in the kit like yeah. he looked fucking great C5 was like the ultimate m- fucking machine at that point right gets in it takes a fucking hard turn comes out tears all his Farrah's <laughs> <laughs>
2: yes mate <laughs> I remember when you was about was you about sixteen and you Were you was... gonna say about my Pierre Cardin shoes? <laughs> <laughs> you had a fair <laughs> They were
1: horrible. They were like... casual They weren't casual <laughs> They were one of them things I just remember thinking like no, when like sometimes I don't know if you ever had it, but like, if, if your old man or your mum ever picked you up from school wearing something a bit embarrassing, you'd feel a bit awkward. I remember like, if we ever went out somewhere and you had them shoes on, I'd be like, oh fuck's sake, he's wearing them shoes.
2: They were casual.
1: <laughs> they look like something that a fucking exchange student would get the piss ripped out of him for wearing. <laughs> um... But I remember when you was about sixteen, you really wanted ac 5 didn't you?
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I, because you could you could drive them when you were sixteen on the road. Yeah. And I was going to school in Upminster at the time. Yeah. So I said to my mum, "Can I have a C5 for Christmas? Because it means I'll be able to drive me <laughs> drive myself to school." But I don't think the I think the battery range was like five miles or something. So I don't know how I thought I was going to get all the way there. Just pushing a C5 from Ockendon. <laughs> But I was, I was dead, set, dead set on it, like... Yeah, and it would have took about three hours to get there. <laughs> I'd left early, wouldn't I? You know, just some big fucking lorry would have gone through a puddle.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but like, I also remember... Uh, uh, the rumour was, and I don't know if this is true, you could you could drive a, a Robin Reliant at 16. That was the rumour, at 16. Because I remember there was always, like, the kids with pubes at school that had, like... The fellas that, like, were already shaving that had, like, turn up on a motorbike. Yeah. And you'd be like, fucking hell, like, he's got a motorbike. Yeah. And, like, and that, they were, like, they, they looked like men, the ones that had motorbikes. Yeah. They'd always get off take their would crash helmet off <laughs> and have a bit of stubble. And they are always the ones that had, like... They'd all add it off, hadn't they? <laughs> they'd definitely <laughs> all had it off. Like, yeah,
0: absolutely You have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
1: (laughs) Definitely, (laughs) had it off. But but I remember like saying to my mate um, Paul at the time, just going, if we save up, because he lived in Tilbury and I I didn't live far from there. And obviously where I went to school was like a bit of a, 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 you know, a bit of a fucking trek. And at the time, the only one of our parents that had, had drop us to school was gals <laughs> But, but gal's mum had just bought a brand new Skoda. And we'd all sort of get round his house in the morning uh, with our push bikes, And it'd be pissing down with rain. And his mum would come down, bless her, and she'd go, Hi oh, lads, um, do you want me to drop you all in this morning? we were like, oh, yes, please. And Gail would be like, no, thank you. <laughs> I ain't going to school in a Skoda. And he would not.
2: I remember Gail saying his mum come to pick him up one day. And it was like shitting down the rain. And he just walked along with this Skoda driving alongside And I'm just going, fuck off.
1: <laughs> I mean, the thing is, it's, it's no lie that we would shout E-Reg at cars.
2: Yeah. If, we, we, if you saw a new E-Reg. Yeah. Shout E-Reg. But Sc- like Skoda, that was one of and the... And Lada. It was, it was a big moment, wasn't it? Yeah.
1: If you, if you ever see someone driving a Skoda or a Lada...
2: Skoda! Lada! <laughs> Are you rage. <laughs> <laughs> we're just like shouting. Do you remember? Do you remember that it was probably like uh, late eighties, just walking around the streets, loudly singing "Letter from America" by the Proclaimers. <laughs> yes.
1: Did we go into the driving with with sunglasses with the lenses pushed out, singing yeah. the Proclaimers? <laughs> <laughs> that was when you you just passed your driving test. That was like that was a moment, wasn't it? We were like, yeah. Do
2: you know what? I don't recognize I had a few pubes then. I just about say, I still don't recognize any pubes. <laughs> I had one, but it was grown out of mole.
1: <laughs> Alright. Well look, ironically, we're talking about being blokes here. Also in the charts was I Could Be So Good For You by Dennis Waterman.
2: Fame tune from Minder.
1: Yeah. Every part of that is every ingredient. Of a bloke record.
2: There's a lot of ginger pubes in that record, aren't there? Yeah. It's yeah. a manly record.
1: Yeah, and I don't think like if you had to describe Dennis Waterman, uh, my old man had a bit of terminology. My old man Love Minder. Like and and Yeah, I, well,
2: everyone's old man did. Yeah.
1: And like um what was his character? Uh Terry McCann, yeah. Wasn't Terry McCann didn't Maddie like, McCann. Like Terry McCann <laughs> didn't didn't hit you, did he? He gave you a right hand. <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh if you hadn't done much, just clip round here. Dry slap.
1: <laughs> oh fucking hell, I'll leave it off till. Um but all right, so what other records constitute bloke records? Uh if there was a compilation, now that's what I call bloody blokes. Right. What's on now?
2: Uh Chess and Dave's rabbit, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Missus won't fucking shut up. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, brilliant.
2: Yeah. That's another one you wouldn't get a, get wouldn't get away a rabbit nowadays, would you?
1: No, no. Uh, they were just they were just a bit old school, Chester. Well, it was acceptable
2: it? in the eighties, wasn't it?
1: It was acceptable in the eighties, exactly. Um, other blokes' records. You got any others? I'm just thinking of having a gangbang, Bob Blacklist. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um. Oh, good, is a bloke's record.
2: Chaz and Dave were quite manly, though, yeah. weren't they? Like, ain't no pleasing you. Yeah. He's trying to, you know, he's, yeah. he, that's as that's, that's kind of cosmopolitan as they got, isn't it? Yep, absolutely.
1: I'm just trying to, obviously, the 80s was the time of like, you know, the New Romantics were just kicking off. It was like.
2: Now, there ain't no manly records in the New Romantics, I don't are think there?
1: there is. I don't think there is. It was like, maybe the 80s was like the end of like the bloody bloke.
2: I suppose, uh, yeah, I suppose it was. Everyone's stuck on a bit of makeup and.
1: That was it? Yeah. Enola Gay.
2: I like a bit of Enola Gay. Do you like a bit of Enola Gay?
1: One of my faves, I'm not going to lie.
2: What? OMD faves?
1: Uh, it's one of my fave 80s pop synth records. Uh, it's probably one of my favorite ever pop records. Uh, and I'd probably say it's, mm, it's probably my favorite OMD record.
2: One of the top 80s playovers as well. I'm not going to do the whole thing. I could. I am. I'm doing it. Why are you doing it with a B? I don't know. Why did you do it like me?
1: metal mickey.
2: Yeah, it's a doing it? Yeah,
1: it's
2: a D. Textbook error.
1: It's fucking incredible, Inola But I do bloody love electricity. Yeah. And I really like Souvenir.
2: Souvenir's a fucking cracker, yeah. isn't it? You They're are... all good, though. Yeah. No, Tesla girls ain't. Oh, fuck off. Tess, Tess, Tess. Yes, yeah, Yes, fucking it's brilliant. It's Oh, you wankstone. You're wrong. What
1: was um? I'll <inaudible> never know, I'll never know, I'll never know why.
2: Forever live and die. <laughs> <laughs> good. I've, I went to see OMD, didn't I? Uh, a couple of years ago, yeah. uh, supporting our heart. And, uh, That's an
1: eighties night
2: out. Oh I fucking what yes, yeah, yeah. The first on was uh Tom Bailey from the Thompson Twins. That was an eighties night out. Did they have any good songs? The Thompson Twins, yeah. yeah. Hold me now.
1: Yeah.
2: We they, are I have not do you heard know We what, Are
1: Detective since the eighties. Nah, I bet that ain't nah. very good.
2: But but I'll tell you what, right, you fucking hear love on your side, Doctor Doctor, Doctor Doctor. They they've got some Doctor. proper fucking songs. They have. Yeah hold me now as a cracker though i think Oh yeah that's good that but um were were fucking great that was the first first time I see him no sorry second that... time I see him, but were they better than ha yeah yeah really? they they blew aha got a lot of good songs, but they're just an handsome bloke with a lot of good songs and o m d was just like you know, yeah, it's a good it's a good combination, but they didn't have that fuck lot. Like, had a lot of fucking stage presence and charisma. Yeah. McCluskey's a, I mean, he's a complete fucking goon, and he don't mind making a knob of himself. Which uh, was he playing bass? He, uh, yeah, yeah, for 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 some of it, yeah, yeah. and dancing around like a geography teacher, Wicked. which he fully acknowledges. Yeah. But he, he comes straight out. It was like it was Cambridge United Stadium, and he's come out onto the stage and gone. Good evening, Cambridge. Are you having a good Saturday? And it's kind of just gone a bit quiet and one of the bands obviously gone to him mate it's Sunday.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: and everyone in the crowd just gone like <laughs> and he's just gone do you want to hear 13 top 40 singles? And everyone's gone yeah! <laughs> yeah it was fucking great. But like they, they just rocked it like properly you know as a support band just properly, you just fucking knew all their songs. Yeah. And they're great you know like one after the other just fucking bang bang bang. They, they've got a good greatest hits.
1: Yeah. They have. Bad manners probably haven't.
2: <laughs> Greatest hit.
1: Um I mean bad manners were like did we touch on bad manners last time? I think we might have touched on them. Because I remember thinking like Buster Blood Vessel was the fattest man I've ever seen.
2: Oh yeah, you want to see the size of him, would not he? He was enormous. He was probably about
1: fifteen stone. Like No. He he just come off it. He just had a He bel- was bigger than all the fat boys put together. Like he was just he was just a bloke that had a bit of timber. Yeah. Like I think as his career carried on, he, he put on a bit more. But like when you look back at them early eighties performances, are like Lip Up Fatty and Special Brew and and stuff like that. He's just he's just your average bloke that's had a couple of pints. Yeah.
2: But he was the fattest one on top of the pops. Yeah, he was.
1: There weren't many fat blokes on the telly in the eighties. Big Daddy, Giant A Stacks, <laughs> and Buster <Blood laughs> Wrestle.
2: That was it. The Fat Boys were kind of late eighties, yeah. weren't they? Yeah, I
1: think that was it.
2: Roland Browning. Roland Browning. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Um, special by Bad Manners is a tune. Yeah, it's a tune, isn't it? Yeah, I remember thinking Can Can was brilliant, but I, I bet don't... I haven't heard that for a long time, and I bet it ain't very good. I don't know. At all. I
2: remember kind of like, I, like all the bands, all the, like, nearly all the bands I liked had a moment when. I didn't like them anymore, but I didn't realise it at the time. Yeah, and that—that that was the moment with bad manners, where you just like, yeah. Calling the gang?
1: Did we? We spoke about them last time, didn't we? No,
2: I don't think we did. We
1: did we? Calling the gang? I mean, inspirational, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah. I wouldn't be here today yeah. without. I mean, it's not my dad or anything, I'm but. <laughs> I had a bit of a, a bit of an unfortunate incident last month when read on the, on on the news that Ronald Bell, founder of Kool and the Gang, had died. So I tweeted out, "Sorry, uh, you know, obviously my condolences, R.I.P. Call from Kool and the Gang," and it wasn't Call, it was his brother. So I had to then like retract my. Oh, re- that's <laughs> horrible! You know, I had to retract my condolences, you know, whilst yeah, yeah I'd accidentally killed off Cole Kool, and Cole's Cole's fucking fine. Yeah. There's Gang Warfare started about less than that.
1: What what songs call Calling the Gang do that are good? Jungle Burger. That's good. No, I think that's, oh, that's, uh, that's I like rubbish.
2: That. I like that. Uh, so, uh, did we talk about Celebration? We did, didn't we, last month? We spoke about Boo Boo, Boo Boo. Yeah. That one. Um, that, that weren't Calling the Gang, though, Yeah, was we it? did. We
1: must have mentioned that and our rubbish Joanna is. And what was it? Cherish. The cherish. Oh, it's, it's the worst. It's the worst. Cherish, isn't it? I reckon that was that was the soundtrack of many a lazy lob on for a slow dance in some fucking shite nightclubs in yeah. the eighties. Ace of Spades was in the charts.
2: Yeah, it was the anti-Cherish, isn't it? The Ace of Spades.
1: Yeah, we've we've Cherish is you're gonna kind of like have a little kiss. Maybe like a candle. You got you know, yeah, you, you're having a little meal, you know, you're saying sweet nothings. Ace of spades, you ain't got fuck all on, mate. You ain't got time for that. You gotta fucking get a wriggle on, you're having it off. Like you've got yeah. you've got three minutes
2: for a fucking <laughs> soft fucking finish.
1: Job done.
2: Yeah, you said no no fucking no foreplay, just <laughs> handful of spit <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I
1: yeah. mean for me, I mean, I'm not going to lie, the first time I ever heard The Ace of Spades was on the young ones. Oh, really? And I think just that yeah. scene, it's, it's, is it uh, Bamba? It's when they, they go uh, to. When they're on the train at the university challenge, and it just kicks in and it sounds so fucking urgent. It's
2: I mean, it's fucking, fucking urgent in terms of. So urgent. It's the song, isn't it? Yeah. If if you was, you know, I'd obviously never do this. You know, get a submachine gun and go into a <laughs> lakeside shopping centre and just fucking take people out. <laughs> but if I was gonna, which <laughs> I, <wish laughs> I wouldn't <laughs> do, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, uh, I, I know we, we have spoke about this in the past, but um, the other urgent songs, "Teardrop Explodes," reward. "Ba Ba 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 Ba." the amount of times I've been in the outside lane of a motorway doing about fucking 120 and then you're like oh shit I've got teardrop explosive warning," on, it's made me go fast in the car officer
1: I've had a couple where I've had the headphones on and like listening to territorial pissings <laughs> And, like, and there's a little voice inside my head saying, oh, who do you think fucking wants some? <laughs> <laughs> like, no one. They're just going about their day. That's, that's an angry little song, isn't it? Yeah, territorial pissings. Like, I mean, you've you got to throw um, bullet in the head in there or like killing in the name. Yeah. They're angry. Yeah, uh, but Urgency, it takes some to beat the ace of spades, I think. It's right up there, isn't it? Kennedy by the wedding present surgeon. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
2: He's fucking <laughs> urgent, isn't it? urgent, yeah. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, um, I think we're pretty much done on on, on records um, in the charts in uh, November 1980. So uh, do you want to talk about some films? Yeah, all right then. Long Good Friday. That's a good film, isn't it? I've not seen that since... I don't mean I've seen that since the 80s.
2: Oh, really? Yeah. I, I watched it in the 90s.
1: Right. How was it?
2: can't remember. It was fucking 20 years ago.
1: I <laughs> oh, don't say that. It's really horrible when you start oh, thinking it's rubbish, that. rubbish,
2: isn't it? And then that was the end of the 90s was 20 years ago.
1: <sighs> How long ago does the 90s feel to you? Because the 80s feels a long time ago, but the 90s don't.
2: No, yeah, you're right. The 80s feels like a long fucking time ago, but no, the, you know probably the, the, the most recent records in my collection are from the 90s. Like, you know, probably like mid to late nineties are the most recent records in my collection.
1: If I said to you, us 1990s, what would you instantly think? What would be your first memory?
2: Uh gas club in Leicester Square. Right. Just yeah, just going 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 to indie clubs.
1: That's a nice memory. Yeah. I thought it was gonna be something like me having my pants pulled down somewhere or something fucking horrible but That's actually no, I your... don't
2: remember. It, like, because I pulled, you, I think I must have pulled your pants down so many times. I, d- <laughs> I just don't re- d- you know, it's yeah. all just merged into one.
1: Just for a bit more context, if you'd missed the first two episodes, it's not when it's just me and me and Cunt in a room <laughs> on our own, <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, pulled over in a lay by. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: I'm gonna pull over, Roy. <laughs> Do
2: you want me to take my seatbelt off? <laughs> Get in the back. <laughs>
1: Did we touch upon your um, your your time in the 90s when when you uh, got in the back of a car?
2: Well, what, like a high towers driving test. <laughs> No,
1: no. When you was having a kiss and cuddle in the back seat of a car.
2: No, that weren't in the back, that was in the front. Oh, okay, all right, Maverick. Like so go on. Yeah, so so uh I I was uh, still living at home with my mum, and when you wanted to take a girl out because you didn't have much money, like <laughs> you used to take her out in your Ford escort estate to a labour. <laughs> Right, no, <laughs> that's not true. That's not true, right? No, you didn't. You just fucking took him round the back of a car
1: park. No. So. <laughs> right, let's get a bit of context here, right? Because we rumbled where your first date pub was because you'd go to that place in Langdon, wouldn't you?
2: Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and
1: it was just like, oh, yeah, he's he's, he's taking a girl out tonight. I'd better be over there. But, but invariably, I mean, it's really weird because you look at young people now and... And and they just, like, they just go out for dinner. And they go and do, like, nice things. But, like... Do they? Yeah. And it's, like... And, you know, my, my, you know my daughter's, like, 17. And she
2: goes for, like, dinner with her boyfriend and things like that. And I just think... Yeah, but that's what you tell your mum. I told my mum we were going for dinner, but we were finger-blasting in a lay <laughs> But, like...
1: And, but the thing is, it's, like, I never once... I, I reckon I was 25 before I took a girl for dinner. Because it just I, just... I don't
2: know why it weren't on my fucking radar. No, I remember you saying as a teenager, I'm never taking a bird for a meal. <laughs> Do you remember saying that? No. I'm never, ever, I'm never taking a girl for a meal. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to be one of them people that goes for a meal. I remember you saying... <laughs> but that, you that's only, only you fucking saying That's reminded me. It's... I, can, I can remember saying it. I can. And... And I kind of know what I meant as well. Like, no, I I get what you mean. I don't want to wear a roll neck and be a wanker. I mean, I ain't wearing a roll neck, but like I've been out for dinner. Yeah, so I'm not going to lie. But sell I, out.
1: But like, <laughs> but I do remember. Like, you'd you maybe go to a pub, and then you know, on the way home, you might take a detour somewhere slightly discreet for a kiss and cuddle in your car. Yeah.
2: And yeah. It, no, that's that's what yeah. that's what I was. I don't accept, I think we'd just kinda maybe just not done the pub bit. <laughs> <laughs> but we were just looking for somewhere to stop and have a bit of a bit of a kiss and a cuddle and that. And so yeah. <clears throat> we pulled up down the side of um just off the junction of the one two seven and the one two eight round by Fongham Park. Yeah, well they have since made documentaries about that. Yeah but <laughs> yeah, well, I didn't know you didn't know that at the time because there no. weren't there weren't the internet no. so you didn't find all these things out. You it, had to find and them it out it was by... acceptable then. Yeah well, it was acceptable then. Um so so we sort of pulled down pulled down the lane, found a little like like little lay-by in the lane pulled having, down your pants. Having a, <laughs> <laughs> having a bit of a kiss and kissing a cuddle on that, you know, on the on the driver's seat with the seat rolled back. And then uh, this fucking van has come around the corner and just gone past us, like with his full beam on. It's pitch black down this yeah, lane. Yeah, oh, right. it's absolutely fucking pitch black. Gone, gone by with his pool, but full beam on. So like, oh, fucking hell. So he's gone down to the bottom of the lane, he's turned around and he's come back with his full beam on. And they are like, oh, for fuck's sake. So I said, right, hop off and we're, we're just going to have to go and find somewhere else. So she's, she's hopped off and I've put the lights on before I started the engine and there's a bloke just stood at the end of the bonnet wanking with his pants and trousers round his ankles. And, like, just, like, proper, like, rabbit caught in the headlights face. <laughs> I bet you had the same, though. No, I just... I couldn't, couldn't fucking believe it. So, like, he's just disappeared off into the bushes. <laughs> and I've had to act all angry, like, I wanted to find him. Yeah. You know, but I didn't want to. I didn't... <laughs> I want to I <laughs> just, I just wanna, I just go I home and go stay go out of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I had to drive up and down the lane with my full beam. i giving it the big and like... <laughs> Did you have time to pull your trousers up? No, I just had a little wet spot on the front of me pants, <laughs> horrible
1: Oh, fucking hell, mm. what that's got to do with a longer Friday, I've absolutely no idea <laughs> Bob Hoskins was a bloke
2: Oh, he was, yeah, Oh, he was a bloody bloke, wasn't
1: he? He'd come round and paint your walls, wouldn't he?
2: It was a lot of them kind of bold blokes in the 80s, wasn't Phil there? Phil Collins Yeah, Bob Hoskins is that it? Right, said Fred.
1: Jacko from Brushstrokes.
2: <laughs> Jacko from Brushstrokes.
1: <laughs> um, Raging Bull come out in uh, in November nineteen
2: eighty. Yeah, fan of that. I I can't remember the last time I saw it. I can't re- can't remember much about it. You? So,
1: yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, I'm a big fan of uh, the works of uh, Robert De Niro, and uh, and I'm a big fan of, uh, of 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 the Raging Bull and the film
2: yeah love so it. can you tell me a bit about jake was it Jake Lamotta yeah because um, I, I know I know nothing about boxing He was just an absolute fucking
1: stone cold killer and and do you know what um he actually um our, our good friend jim uh, went to see uh an evening with Jake Lamotta about four or five years ago in South End. They flew him over was very elderly.
2: So what year, What era did he box in? Because I, I I think I saw Raging Bull like a long while ago but just ain't fucking...
1: I think Raging Bull would have been mid to late 50s. I might be wrong but I think it would have been mid to late 50s. Yeah. And uh, and yeah, just, just a proper fucking bruiser. It's, it's a great film as well. He's fucking incredible in it. But that's pretty much it on the film front but
2: What's your favourite Robert De Niro film? Deer
1: Hunter by a mile. Oh,
2: it's good Deer Hunter, isn't it?
1: Fucking amazing. It's probably my favourite ever film. What, Deer Hunter? Absolutely. I went on a podcast about films, and it was like, what's your favourite? And I was like, it's probably Deer Hunter. Yeah. I just think he's fucking incredible. I don't think there's a better bit of cinema than, uh, than the Russian roulette scene. When they're all caught, and then the one at the end as well. Yeah, like the one at the end's heartbreaking, but the one in the the at the beginning when when they're all caught before they, where he just keeps slapping them, just the feeling that you just want him to just fucking kill him. Yeah, I can't. The only thing that I've ever felt that like that was probably when Nicholson gets his hands around Ratchet's neck. Your mum flew over the cuckoo's oh, nest, yeah, yeah. and you think he's gonna fucking kill her, and then obviously, you know, spoiler alert. Yeah, like, he don't. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go. Dear, I what's yours. I don't know. Casino's brilliant. Goodfellas he's brilliant. There's just
2: so fucking many of them. I, see, I like King of Comedy as well. That's
1: right? great. Yeah, there's a reason why he's the best. Television. So on TV today um we are looking at a Saturday you're gonna wake up and at nine thirty swap shop <laughs> let's just take a moment and just think about the name of that right swap shop right that should just be called um shit stuff <laughs> utter to like e- eBay yeah <laughs> boot cell <sale. laughs> <laughs> It's just fucking shit. Like, what was good about Swap shop?
2: Like Edmonds, I've got no time for Edmonds. Well, like, like, my thoughts on Edmonds have been well documented.
1: Like, it's just—it was just a bloke with a lot of highlights and a tidy beard. Yeah, and and as literally—he still is—he's still fronting that look. I mean, yeah. props to him for that. Yeah, you know, at least his beard's been, got tidier. Yeah, his hair's not quite as big. But it's still very it's still blow dried and highlighted. It's the
2: same, it's the same airdo or variant of Yeah.
1: Um Cheggers kind of was one of the programmes that broke us uh Chegwin and He's uh,
2: alright Cheggers though isn't he? He's just said like he's yeah. just a just good bloke, isn't he? Yeah. Like um I'm not saying Cheggers weren't mixed up in you, tree.
1: Basil Brush <laughs> Basil Brush was on Saturday <laughs> evening. Um, I mean, we we touched on puppets last time, like eighties puppets.
2: So I, I did make a little. There was a lot of eighties puppets, weren't there? Yeah. Who was your favourite?
1: I remember, and I've got no idea how unfunny it is now. But I remember I was never really got to see it much because I was always in bed, like, and it was a bit of a later on one. It was one that your mums and dads would like. And it was Roger de Corsi and Nookie Bear. Nookie Bear. And it was like, Nookie Bear. Like, I thought, oh, that, I bet that's like a little bit blue. Yeah. Well, it's got a like, name that refers yeah. to sexual intercourse. It's I, not, I, yeah. It's got to be, isn't it? And I remember just thinking, oh, yeah, I bet that's well good. And like, and if anyone ever asked me that in the 80s, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in there like, uh, Roger de Courcy and Nookie Bear. Never really see just it. Like
2: hiding your Orville t-shirt. Yeah, completely that. Um, there was loads of them. I, I, I did have a little fucking list, right? So you had Basil Brush, obviously rubbish. S- S- <laughs> sooty and Sweep.
1: Right, let's let's go into that quickly, right?
2: I did my Sooty and Sweep.
1: What do you like about Sooty?
2: No, is it Sweep? It was Sweep was the draw, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah.
1: Like, but he wasn't even a good straight man, was he? Sooty? He didn't say anything. No, he's just a bit of a sap, wasn't he? He was just a melt that every now and again I'd pull out a wand and it'd be like oh, bore off. It was like I'll tell you who was got like, Sweep, Sweep had a bit of attitude, mm. right? And I liked that. Like he, he was a, he was a precursor to punk in a lot of ways. He, he really was. He was like he was the Chaz to Morph. Like <laughs> Yeah. And and then you had, can you remember Butch? Yeah. Like, every now and again they had gone all of the or something, like and Butch would be there. And yeah. Butch was an absolute cunt. He was a proper toe rag. And it had like... And it had almost kind of turned sweet that sweet would be on the back foot a little bit. And, you know, it'd end up kind of like not wanting to be like the, the wild card. Yeah. Like, but consistently, sooty, rubbish. That's
0: a
2: bit harsh.
1: Well, argue the case.
2: No, it was all right. There
1: you go. Who's next? <laughs> <laughs> uh Spit the dog. <laughs> <laughs> I remember thinking that was fucking yeah, it, brilliant. it was
2: brilliant, wasn't it? Yeah. It Bob Carroll
1: looked like a laugh.
2: Yeah. Did he have, what was it, did he have other ones? Well, he had about five spit the dogs, didn't he? He flogged them off when he got skint. Really? Yeah. Is that, is that a lie? No. Nah. Is it? No, it's true. Alright. It's, it's true, he flogged them off when he got skint. Uh, so, uh, yeah, uh, Nookie Bear, Allville. Just quickly, how many jokes did Spit the Dog have? One. Right.
1: Allville. go on, as you were.
2: <laughs> but if you got one and you
1: do it right... Yeah. But it's a bit like, what's Emu's joke? I'm just going to fucking attack this fucking poor person here. What's Spit the Dog? I'm just going to flob on someone. <laughs> There's a lot of angry people with puppets, isn't there? They
2: are wrap your time. You? Oh, definitely. It's Joe, yeah. But it's Joe Beasley, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> Joel Beasley and Cheeky Monkey, uh, and
1: Emu obviously, and uh, do you remember Lord Charles? Yeah, see that was another adults one. Yeah, that was like just some like old bloke with a monocle, wasn't it? Yeah, I remember just thinking, God, I want to see that, but like I never saw it. Did you?
2: I can't really remember it. I, I remember, I, I remember the guy and I remember the puppet, but I don't remember what the act was. Yeah. Uh, what about um? It's got to have been posh, though, with a name like Lord Charles. Yeah. Bernie Clifton? Did he have a puppet or did he just ride an ostrich?
1: He just wore a fucking big pair of trousers with a face. (laughs) Like, um, did he have
2: jokes? I don't think you needed jokes then. You just had to kind of like, you had to pull a face, didn't you, and just turn up.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It was easier then, wasn't
2: it? Uh, Entertainment was completely fucking different, wasn't it?
1: I remember like absolute disappointment when Basil Brush came on. I remember just thinking, oh, fucking hell. Roland Rat was a good puppet. Roland Rat was a good puppet. That's a good shout. That was like, because he was a bit more anarchic, wasn't he?
2: Yeah. And like. It was it was like they finally worked out that like, we're going to do a puppet that the kids might like. Was that,
1: that was 80s, wasn't it? Of course it was. Yeah, it was yeah. a bit later on though, wasn't it?
2: Yeah. And then that was the kind of
1: precursor to Zig and Zag. And <laughs> they were a pair of toe rags. Yeah. It was like, I guess maybe Sweet was the forerunner. <laughs>
2: Orville. Rubbish. But that number one single. Rubbish. That was number one, wasn't it? Yeah, rubbish. Like what was
1: what was what was the joke?
2: Just some fucking sap of a duck. In a nappy. Just an incontinent duck.
1: Fucking hell.
2: Right. We
1: done on puppets.
2: <laughs> I think we should move on. It's making you really angry. <laughs> I think we should just stay away from kids' TV in general. Well, well, I'm going to get really upset about this one. Oh, fucking hell.
1: So, and um, when Basil Brush finished. <coughs> 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 Doctor Who, that was. I thought it was Muse. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds a bit
2: like Muse, <laughs> didn't it? Do you like Doctor Who? I think I liked it for a very short period of time when it was Tom Baker and his great big scarf. I think that was the only time I, I thought, oh, this might be all right. And then, like, I remember he fucked off. And who came after him? Was it Colin Baker? Or was it Peter Davidson? But whoever fucking turned up next, I just thought, yeah. Yeah.
1: I just <clears throat> remember, like, see, the thing is, I don't like sci fi. Right I' oh, you not, because I've seen Star Wars, so I've ticked that box. you don't need to watch anymore, if yeah, got... but that's
2: like the but ain't that just like saying well i've I've seen Mike Tyson, so I'm never going to watch any more boxing matches no,
1: so um, <laughs> I'm,
2: I'm... <laughs> for the sake of this next segment no
1: <laughs> no, but I just remember like once you'd seen a lightsaber. And, like, Han Solo fucking just ironing out stormtroopers. Yeah. When you've just got, like, some elderly bloke using, like, words and <laughs> pressing a button on a little square box that, that just meant that they evaporated, it's just rubbish. It's like, I want him to him up, like, Greedo. Yeah. Like, I, I, I want, like, the, just the effects and stuff. I remember, I remember the, like, the Daleks, like, being quite scary. But I remember, like... Um, It wasn't called C-5, it was K-9. Like, I remember just, like, whenever, like, K-9 turned up, it almost felt like a treat, but it was just crap. Yeah. And, like, and it's still going. Davros. Davros was a bit weird, wasn't he? Yeah. Like... Davros was creepy. Yeah, but... But I I could never tell you a plot line from any of it. I could never remember any of it. I just remember just thinking it was boring... I just think like, oh hurry up, get this over and done with. Like I, I wanna watch a generation game.
2: <laughs> Did you like any kids TV in the eighties?
1: Yeah. Cholton and the Wheelies.
2: Jossie's Giants. Oh, I love Jossie's
1: Giants. Yeah. That would have been a bit later like, what Johnny Briggs. Like <laughs> his dad was in Star Wars as well, wasn't he? Yes, he, he was. Yeah. Um yeah, Johnny Briggs' eldest brother Albert was brilliant. Like, I fucking love Johnny but Jossie's Giants was fucking excellent. Grange Hill was the bollocks. Did you like
2: Silas? (laughs) I really liked Silas. There was lots of them kind of... Weird dubbed kind of European things. Heidi.
1: What was that? Heidi. I was...
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I loved Heidi. Um... Huckleberry Finn was good. I oh,
2: fucking loved Huckleberry Finn. Yeah. yeah. Do you know that? Can
1: you remember the theme? Tune? Times
2: looking, looking back, back on, on the days, days that were slower when living came easy and neighbours <laughs> were friends. Paddle wheels turning while shifts. <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah.
1: fucking brilliant. Oh yeah, that was good. That wasn't it? Yeah, I loved that. That was a proper treat. That was like Saturday lunchtime before like world of sport. You'd yeah. get a bit of that. Then it was like straight on to a little bit of um, 80s wrestling, and then oh, fucking love the big Davis. Right,
2: who was your favorite wrestler? Big Daddy, standard,
0: yeah.
1: And there was, um, there was one who was, and I'm sure he was deaf
2: Alan Kirby, was it? I think it might have been,
1: it was, wasn't it? Yeah, rollerball
2: Rocco. I don't remember him. He just rolled around a lot, it was his textbook move. And, And obviously,
1: like, when you'd get the ultimate, like here we go, fucking Giant axe stacks he's, 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 he's having a tear up with Big Daddy. Yeah. It was like, and I remember like thinking Giant Axe was so evil. Yeah. And like,
2: like he was like
1: just a, such an horrible man. Well,
2: why would you be such a cunt to Big Daddy? Yeah. Shirley Crabtree.
1: Well, let's, let's talk about a couple of um, things that were happening in the news. Um, uh, in, in, in uh, November 1980. Um, Michael Foote was uh, elected to be the Labour leader. Memories of Michael Foote. Spitting image, isn't it? That's just it. Pure that's
2: fucking just <laughs> it. Pure spitting image. Yeah, I, that, that's it. That's it, really. I don't know whether this, this was because just at this time, but I, I don't know. I think I kind of remember Thatcher from this time. Oh, I
1: remember Thatcher.
2: I remember, like, at family
1: parties, like I would do an impression of Michael, uh, Michael of Margaret Thatcher. Yeah,
2: yeah. I had two impressions Margaret Thatcher. Right. Frank Spencer, obviously.
1: Go on, do you, Frank Spencer. Ooh. <laughs> that was John Travolta before he sang Summer Nights. <laughs> <Ew. laughs> um Yeah, my, my memories of, like... I remember Michael... I remember him, like... He looked like he was about 150, didn't he? Yeah. He looked like Davros. Like, <laughs> he, he looked really, really old. And, like... And the, I do remember just like my mum and dad. Like I remember my mum and dad. Like obviously like hating Thatcher, and 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 I also remember like hearing Thatcher, Thatcher milk snatcher. Like I'll
2: say I say, I don't remember that. I did you
1: have milk at school? Yeah. So I, I remember like they bring out like for, for people that are obviously not as old as as, as me and Cun. They bring out like a crate of of these small little bottles of milk. They
2: wouldn't bring it out, would they? It'd just be sat there in the sunshine And all it'd day. always
1: be warm, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah.
2: It'd be like silver top milk. That thick fucking skin on the top of it that you had to kind of get your straw through. A little blue straw, yeah. wouldn't <laughs> it? And you sort of
1: push it through. And like, and I remember just thinking, like, almost like looking forward to it, for maybe it was just because it weren't in a lesson, but drinking, like, warm milk. Yeah. Like... Fuck it, I can taste it as I'm saying it. Yeah. Like, and it was just gross. And I mean, I, I kind of guess there was merits in giving people milk at school, trying to give you a little bit of goodness in one shape or form, I don't know. But when that stopped, Thatcher, Thatcher, milk, milk snatcher. snatcher. Like, and that's still that saying, like, that's etched in me. Yeah. And, and again, I just I can't think of eighties politics I mean, let's not get too bogged down in that. but I can't think of anything to do with eighties politics other than spitting image
2: no, I mean like it, it completely but it was all stuff that I had no fucking interest in, but spitting image made it fun and fucking interesting, like did you get the jokes on spitting image no, i don't think I, I I don't think I always did, but I felt like i felt like. I felt like I did you know like the Ronnie Reagan stuff and yeah yeah but I mean that must have been fucking early 80s mustn't it I'm sure when was the chicken song that was a little bit later when the chicken song
1: yeah what was that 80 83
2: 84 yeah was it but I remember that being the funniest thing ever and Mm. like and the B side of course never met a nice South African was just like one of the funniest things ever
1: But I don't think I understood it but it was funny though, wasn't it? Of course, it was because it was puppets, <laughs> and it was funny puppets. Yeah, it weren't Orville singing. I wish I could fly.
2: But then you kind of, I, I think, whatever the people were doing in real life, you kind of locked into the character traits that the Spitting Image writers gave. You know, like like the Queen and and Thatcher, yeah, and you know, and, and they kind of made it really accessible. But I thought I thought Spitting Image was fucking great as as a kid, like really, really fucking. Fun, you know, really funny. And we all like we all sat down as a family and watched it. It was on like Sunday nights, wasn't it? Like yeah. I'm sure it was on like
1: nine or ten o'clock on a Sunday night. Oh, was it that late? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um I'm I'm sure for like you know, a few a few years we had to like I had to video it and watch it like the next day. Yeah. And there was so much of it I had no idea what it was about because of like the political content and yeah. just being a, a a a whippersnapper and not really getting it. Um but it's back.
2: Yes, I yeah, Yeah. Yeah.
1: I don't know too much about it, but apparently it's back on one of the pay channels. I don't yeah. know, but, uh, yeah, they, but you... they've
2: had a couple of attempts at uh, doing things like it, haven't they? With is it like two D TV and yeah, but it's never quite. It's the it's the button like spitting image did. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Have you got any other news stories?
2: Yeah, I have. Yeah, the the obviously like this was a big thing in in the. Uh, Late seventies and uh, and a nineteen eighties, the Yorkshire Ripper was on the prowl. Okay, and uh, he'd uh, he offed about a dozen women at this point, and uh, I think uh, he was nearing the end of nearing the end of his reign of the hotspots of the north, and and had started kind of going from you know killing prostitutes to just bit, sort of basically indiscriminately battering anyone that He could get his hands on and and, and and he struck quite a few times in November 1980. Do, do you remember that being a kid and hearing anything about that?
1: I, I, for years, would always confuse the Yorkshire Ripper with Jack the Ripper.
2: I think were say, I, for years, would confuse the Yorkshire Ripper with Yorkshire Pudding. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, yeah, I just
1: when, when you look back and like, I mean, one of the most Insane pictures, which I'm sure we, you know we've spoke about plenty of times. And if you've never seen it, and you're listening to this. Just Google Yorkshire Ripper, Jimmy Savile, Frank Bruno, because it's one of the most bananas pictures you will ever see in it.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I only came across it. I don't know maybe like six or seven years ago, yeah. and it's yeah, it's just insane. It's almost like it's more than anything you could fucking Photoshop. Yeah, yeah.
1: Ripper's got. Almost an Edmunds esque tidy beard in that photo.
2: Yeah. And, and, and like a kind of bright pink shell suit. Yeah. And he's shaking hands with Frank Bruno, whilst in the middle, Savile stands there with a cigar on his lips, right next to a sign saying, no smoking, in Broadmoor, you know, high-security fucking hospital. And that says everything you need to know about Savile. He just did whatever the fucking hell he wanted.
1: That's an insane photo, isn't it? Yeah. What, I mean... Under what premise? Who was managing Frank Bruno at this point? that I went, right, Frank, we've got a little PR day for you today. <laughs> Jim's fixed it for you to come meet the Ripper. And like It's going to have a smashing time.
2: I think Frank had gone to Broadmoor with Jimmy and was hoodwinked. In. This is what I understand. He's, he's Frank was hoodwinked into shaking hands with this guy. He didn't know who it was and then was told it was the Ripper.
1: Imagine meeting the Yorkshire Ripper. That's fucking nuts, isn't it?
2: Yeah. But Jim can fix that kind of thing for you. He certainly could then, couldn't he? Um, Good beard, the Ripper, though. Did have a good beard. (laughs) Say what you like about him. (laughs) (laughs) You know, he fell short in a lot of other areas, but it was a good beard. It was that kind of... um, It was the bloke's beard,
1: wasn't it, of the early 80s and the late 70s. It kind of carried over... Like the, the new romantics killed off, like the, the you know, the fella's beard. Yeah. I think like you know, it, it made a rebirth a little bit later, and we'll touch on that. But, um, I think you know, when you look at like Chaz and Dave, they, they had the, the Ripper esque beard, didn't yeah. they? Like,
2: they, they never murdered anyone,
1: no, nah, no, nah, they were just blokes. Yeah, um, what other blokes had beards in the early 80s?
2: Peter Whiff. From Aston Villa. Yeah. Yeah. Gary Birtles was the only other bearded footballer. All right. right. Nottingham okay. Forest. Um, Beards in the early. Rolf.
1: Brian Blessed.
2: <laughs> Brian Blessed was that. was a fucking. I mean, he was well before his time. Yeah. Your, your mate Scroobius Pitbull's a lot to Blessed. Definitely does. Definitely. He wouldn't <laughs> exist without Blessed.
1: Oh fucking hell! And then the beards disappeared when, when like, uh, the, you know, the new romantic movement and and post punk and all that kicked in. It, it it signaled the end of um of the, the 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 fella's beard. Yeah, and I think it went transatlantic then, and I think it kind of made its comeback in like yacht rock. I think that's when you got the bearded sound. You know, that's when you got um the uh, Michael McDonald's. Michael- <laughs> Like, to, the, you can encompass a beard in a sound. No one sounds like they've got a beard more than Michael <laughs> McDonald. <laughs> <laughs> I keep forgetting. More and more and more. Like, Kenny Rogers looks like he'd sand beardy, but he don't. No. He looks great and beardy. Yeah. Michael McDonald sounds beardy.
2: Yeah. Got more beardy.
1: So many promises. <laughs>
2: Here, um, earlier on, while I was having a little research, I all did right. come across the game Guess Who? Right. Which was uh, uh, launched in 1979, brought over to UK a couple of years later. But while I was, it was while, I was, <laughs> while I was doing a little bit of research about the Ripper, right, and I found a picture of all the original Guess Who characters. And I just wanted to see...
1: Right, you need to screenshot that and we need to put this on the social so people can actually see this as well.
2: Right, we'll do this. And and play at home, get your pen and paper ready. I want you to tell me which of these guess-who original characters murders prostitutes. And I'm handing it over to Roy now. Pretty much all of them. (laughs) And don't. And don't. Anita
1: seems quite nice. Claire makes jam. But, uh, yeah, all the others. I mean, Richard.
2: Richard! That was That was be one It was Richard
1: <laughs> Yeah Richard Richard looks like Mr Baxter From Grange Hill uh,
2: Yeah We he, know what he's up to over a weekend though Trawling the red light Districts of Lancashire
1: Definitely He's standing in Your bonnet Ripping his cock
2: off
0: <laughs> <laughs> He's got an hammer
1: <laughs> just
2: drives <laughs> Oh, guess so.
1: Right, we done? I think we're done. Right, we'll see you, uh, we'll see you for uh, a little Christmas special. We'll see you back in December. Bye.
2: Bye. Times looking, looking back, back on, on the days, days, days that were slower When living, living came easy <laughs> and neighbours were friends Remembering when we were young in the 80s